Hello everyone. Good day. Welcome to another episode of Everything Masi P.O.D. And it's your host, your very humble host, Masi Jama. Guys, today we're going to be talking about women in creativity. And I am very excited. Yes, come in, woman. <laughs> and we'll be having two amazing guests on our shows that'll be talking about women in creativity. I am very excited because this will be fun, it's going to be inspiring. I'll be learning a lot. And mm, I cannot wait to meet the guests. Guys, before the guests come on the show, let me introduce them to you. Our guests are Brimo God's Glory Isoke and Oyegoke Michel Bumi. God's Glory is a Christian blogger. A sazophonist and a third year optometry student at the University of Benin. She's also a part of Retina Initiative on campus. She's their social media director. Guys, she volunteers a lot also, both in and out of school. You can check out her blog at www.gloryinspires.com. There she talks about Christian living as young people. It's going to be a beautiful and a wonderful read. You could check it out. Bumi is the creative director of Sabi Woman. I don't know what Sabi Woman is. Well, she'll be talking about Sabi Woman on the show. You need to listen. She's also the program manager of Adoni Gilga. Wow. She'll tell us more about Adoni Gilga and Sabi Woman when she comes on the show. She's a graduate and she's an author. She has written a romantic novel on Wattpad, which has gotten about 90,600 reads. Guys, that is amazing. The book is also available on Amazon and on Bambook. Wow. This is beautiful. <laughs> she's a lover of God. She's very opinionated and she's a feminist. Well, I think she's going to tell us a little bit about feminism. You know the vibes now. <laughs> you can read up her novel on Wattpad, on Amazon and on Bambook. The title of the novel is Teju Bio. T-S-E-J-U apostrophe S. B-A-Y-O, Teju Bio. Like I said, the books are available on Wattpad, Amazon, and Bambook. She's also writing and she's working on another novel and I'm looking forward to it. Like, I am so looking forward to it. Alright, guys. That being said, let us sit back, get our popcorn, our drinks, our snacks, whatever it is we're using, listen to the podcast and get ready to listen to our guests. I'm so excited. Yeah! This is Michelle Bumi Oyegoke, right? Yes, this is her. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. How are you? I'm fine. Welcome to Everything Massy P.O.D. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. <laughs> I'm excited to have you too. Trust me. Like, I'm really, really excited <laughs> to have you here. So tell us a little bit about yourself. Oh my God, on the spot like that. <laughs> um, I, my name is Bumi. You already said that, didn't you? Okay, yeah. my name is Bumi. Um, I'm obviously female. Uh, okay, one weird thing about me, I don't have a favorite color. Wow. Um, <laughs> I also don't have a favorite food. Um, wow. I like writing. I enjoy music. 
What's weird is I don't have a favorite general. I mean, a general. I don't know. Shout out G E N I. Yeah, general. Yeah, I don't have a favorite one. As long as I like the song, I'll listen to it. And I listen to songs in all languages Latin, Indian, Russian, uh, Arabic. If I like it, I'm going to listen to it. So hi, I guess Clarice. that's. Uh, hi, Clary. Hi, welcome. God's glory. Welcome to Everything Massive POD. Glory, can you hear us? Yes, Good afternoon. We are going to find you for lateness. <laughs> yes, I can hear you. Perfect. Thanks. All right, so Bumi, you could continue. Um, I guess that's like, you know, in less than, in a hundred words and less, I think that's how I'd explain myself or that's how I'd describe myself, right? Oh, oh, I didn't add the most important part. I am a Christian, a lover of God. That's great. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Okay, so tell us in a few seconds, what is Sabi Woman and Adoni Gilgar? Okay, so there are two very different platforms. Um, Sabi Woman is a womanist platform. Essentially, um, we're trying to retell the story of the Nigerian woman outside the normal mainstream message of, oh, she... Um, um, t- retell the story of the Nigerian woman pre, post, and during colonial times. You know, outside the story of, oh, she was so marginalized, or, oh, she was a second-class citizen, or, oh, patriarchy was the order of the day. While it was, you know, and while women were marginalized pre, post, during colonial times, there were, you know, women were empowered. They were empowered greatly in those times, and there were women who did mighty things. I recently discovered that there were, there were, there were, there were going to be female obas and there are still female obas, just not in the adult culture. You know, that's what we're trying to do with Sabi Woman, to try and retell, to reclaim being Nigerian, because a Nigerian woman, because a lot of Nigerian women, uh, a lot of feminine, the Nigerian women who are feminists, you know, one of their main issues is with the culture, and they feel like the culture is so mis- uh, misogynistic, which it is, but there is so much in our past culture that wasn't misogynistic and was very, very pro-female. So we're trying to retell that story. And what we're telling the story so that we can equip Nigerian women to thrive in modern day society. That's for Sabi Woman. So Adoni Gilgal is a digital skills training company. The future is digital and Nigeria is currently being left behind. Um, the ongoing digital revolution sweeping the world. We're just trying to ensure that you know that doesn't that doesn't happen it's already happening we're trying to fight that you know so that's i think in, in a few seconds that's in both of them thank you very much thank all right you. before i go to god's glory i want you to tell us in three words about your novel what is your novel about in three words <laughs> okay um healthy healthy relationships mm-hmm. um uh no uh no premarital sex Mm, (laughs) and um juicy nigerian stuff there's a lot of nigerianness you know it's very nigerian uh because growing up i was reading a lot of um mmb you know all those romance novels and they were usually not nigerian so i wanted to do i wanted to write i know there are a lot of existing ones i wanted to so it's very nigerian pigeon english 
food, all of that. It's very Nigerian. Wow, that's really great. Yeah. Please, eh, help us to pronounce your full name because we are having a problem with that. <laughs> oh, I think you got it right. So it's Oyego Kemichi Obome. Ah, period. I should be giving an award of English. Period. Every language. <laughs> all right. Thank you very much, Mumi. Oh, you're welcome. Okay, so, Brimo, God's glory is so keen. Hey. <laughs> How are you doing today? I'm very fine, thank you. How about you? I'm I'm good. I'm good. Thank you very much. Okay, so I have a question for you. For you. Okay. All right. What prompted you to join Retina Initiative? And what is Retina Initiative? So, okay. So, growing up with a dad who's an optometrist, I grew to like have passion for optometry and the eye generally. So okay. it also made me choose the course to study in school, which I like I'm a third year student currently in optometry in event. And I always want I, I I'm always looking for ways to help create awareness about the eye because I know like the eye is a very vital organ that ev- almost everybody ignores or sees as less important. So any little opportunity I see to talk about it or to like make people aware about it, I I jump at it and I found the Retina Initiative. The Retina, Retina is an acronym and stands for Restoration of Eye Care Through Innovation and Awareness. So it's an initiative, it's an initiative that aims at basically promoting eye health care through awareness, community-based projects and innovative solutions. And it's, it's non-profits by the way. So okay, so you you love you love volunteering when it comes yes, to I things about the eyes. The eyes, exactly. Okay, okay, I'm a doctor. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Glory and Bumi, I'll be asking yes, you guys yes. questions individually, but okay. kind of similar questions, so that okay. the world will know more about creative women. You know, women okay. in creativity. The world should okay. know the challenges you face and the things okay. you, you you want people to look forward to in creativity. All right. Okay. All right. So Bumi, you go first. Have you ever felt like giving up? And in any way, have you ever felt like have you ever had writer's block? Oh my god, I think uh, Glory just did hmm. because yes, <laughs> because yes, multi- multiple times, multiple times. As a matter of fact, you asked, uh, have I ever felt like, felt like giving up multiple times? The second thing was, um, have I ever had writer's block? Right now, I have writer's block, so I was supposed to finish my second book, um, by um, I think December. Two years ago, we're here. Mm. Two years later, because of writer's block, I, um, I, I if you ask me uh, later on, I don't want to answer. Maybe you have a question: What caused it? But you know, so writer's block. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. <laughs> All right. So, Glory, tell us about yours. Yes, actually, I wanted to give. Up. I even gave up step at some point when I started. Uh-huh. I started in 2019. Like. I started, I don't remember the month exactly, but I knew for like four months I did not write anything on the blog because I was, I had writer's blog that period. I also was not gaining as, mo- as much audience or as much views Fashion, that I wanted. Yeah. And I think I was also unrealistic because I just started, like, I was not just going to just jump 
and have a thousand of like thousands of people viewing and reading my blog. So mm-hmm. yes, I have writer's blog, and I feel like giving up multiple times. Oh, you for inspiring me <laughs> because I know how many times I've decided to start my podcast. I'm like, hell no, nobody will listen. But then it's it's a good thing that we have women like you that that have given up and still rise up and continue mm-hmm. pushing. Yeah, thank you so much. Okay, so what is your push like? What is your why? Why do you do this? Why 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 did you decide to do what you're doing right now? glory okay so which of the things that i'm doing right now volunteering everything everything okay everything okay first of all it's passion and like love for those things like i said i love the eye i love optometry which is why i volunteer towards creating awareness about the eye and for writing because apart from passion i can actually relate to these people i think it's called empathy like my blog is a Christian blog that talks about how to live as a Christian, like for young people. So I can relate the fact that you think it's boring, you think it's tough, and it's for only freaks. Following Christ is for only freaks. So I relate with you, and then I tell you that okay, this thing. Maybe I've not experienced all of them, but most of them I have experienced them, and other ones I probably have seen people that experience them and have gone through them successfully. So I help you realize that. You can also do it, and it's not such a tough job or a tough thing to do, basically. Oh, okay. Thank you very much, Glory. So, Bumi. Yes. Could, so, could you tell us what your why is? Why do you do what you do? Both the uh, creativity, the writing, everything. Wow, there's a lot of things. <laughs> <laughs> um. Okay. Let's. I think we should start from the writing because I think that's the oldest. Yeah. Okay. I think that's the oldest. Um, so like like I said uh, initially, right? I, I read. I used to read a lot of novels, romance novels, a lot. I think before I turned twelve, I'd probably read. Uh, sorry for that sound. I'd probably read like a thousand uh, novels. I'm, I'm not even joking. If, if someone was counting, it probably would be. It. I read a lot. You know, um, I so growing older and trying to read, I, I there was a dis- a bit of a disconnect because it didn't really feel Nigerian. Yeah. You know, there was no Nigerianness. It was just a tailor and um, what's hey. their name? Hey, <laughs> you know, there was even the way Nigerians gist and everything that makes us Nigerian uniquely Nigerian. Um, it wasn't there, so. Uh, I, I wanted to write, right? That that came to me first. I wanted to write. How did I even start writing? I, I I used to be a spoken word artist. I hope the sound is that that sound isn't entering into this. No, just continue. Don't worry. Everybody will understand that we are on different okay. places. Okay. So I used to be a spoken word artist. I used to write. I I think I've always written. I used to write, and then I stopped for a while. And then my brother got me. I every anywhere I go, I always say this. My brother was the reason. He's the reason why I wrote my first book. He got me a laptop for my, I think twenty first or twentieth birthday. I'm not sure. He got me a laptop anyways. And um, I remember. I'm telling you. <laughs> I remember one night, I don't know what happened. I don't even know. I got inspiration. I'm just going to say it's the Holy Spirit is God because I don't even remember. But I just know I got my laptop. I just started writing, you know, and I wrote till four and I loved it. And I sent to some people and they loved it. 
you know so for writing i've always loved writing but why did i write a nigerian romance novel uh for the nigerian part i think i already ex- explained that i wanted that nigerianness in you know romance in romance novels then for um why the writing parts i enjoy enjoy writing i I don't know i just enjoy writing why the romance i'm a lover of love Mm. you know (laughs) i'm an avid lover of love um and i feel like why i specifically write um you know you notice if you when you asked me to describe my novel in three words one of the things i said was healthy relationships so i'm someone who is um also an avid observer of people relationships and life generally i like to observe you know so i noticed when it comes to uh interpersonal relationships with either someone you're romantically involved with or someone uh who's just a friend i noticed there were a lot of unhealthy practices right and i didn't want to write a psychology book because i i don't have the degree all of that so i wanted to write a novel because I have relationships that I would say they're healthy. I have, you know, Marcy knows one of my friends, Hyatt. I think yeah. we've been friends for, <laughs> we've been friends for, uh, if I don't know the correct amount now, as she hears this thing, she'll kill me. But give or take, Shah, five years, five years has passed. Um, and I, we've only quarreled once in five years. And me and Hyatt were five and six, were really close, you know. In five years, we've only quarreled once. In I have another friend, we've been friends for uh, two of them. I think one over 10 years, the other one over 12 years. We've only quarreled maximum three times, you know. We tell each other everything, we're very open, we're very vulnerable. Maybe not everything, some things we don't tell each other, but we've been close, you know. And I see some practices in other people's friendships, you know. People complaining about my friend did this, my friend did that. I'm like, I can't relate. My friends would never do this to me. I would never do this to my friends, you know. And I also noticed that in mainstream uh, entertainment, books, movies, they would always sell that message of women against women, you know, or no genuity or mothers quarreling with that. I just wanted to address that thing. I wanted to, you know, I wanted like a kingdom, like a like a Christian perspective of healthy relationships. So one of the main major theme, themes in my book is you'd see her having a very healthy relationship with her mom. Uh, that's the lead character. You see her having, please, if I'm talking too much, let me know. I'm also a speaker. I can talk for years. We are enjoying it. We are enjoying it. (laughs) Okay. So you can see her having a very healthy relationship with her mom. And it didn't start that way. I like that it didn't start that way. So I addressed how they got there. You can see her having very healthy relationships with both of her friends. You can see her having very healthy relationship with the guy she's involved with, you know. So moving outside of relationship with your friends, relationship with the person you're romantically involved with, I noticed a lot of toxicity, you know, that people just say is normal. And I was very upset with it, you know. Even reading um, your normal romance novels, there are a lot of things that are toxic and controlling and manipulating. People think it's normal. So I wanted to write a perspective from, I would say, from from being a Christian, from from healthy, from healthiness. This is what I think relationships should look like. You notice the boy making a lot of sacrifices, and you would see the girl struggling to love him and be vulnerable and learning to love him. You notice the friends coming through for each other. You notice the mom. She made at one point she was going to make a very huge sacrifice. I had to debate with myself whether to let her make that sacrifice or not because of her. You understand? So that that that's yeah. like why romance you know i wanted to sell the message of healthy family healthy romantic relationships with that that's 
Um, wow. Yeah. I, I was nice. also asked other things. Sabi Woman, <laughs> I, I think Sabi Woman. Um, Sabi Woman started because so the um, the initiator or the founder of Sabi Woman, um, she's a single mother of four. Um, uh, she retired at the peak of her career. She oh. got to the highest level you can get to in the private uh, private sector outside of CEO. You know, she was the executive director of one of the biggest microfinance banks in Africa. You know, and she started with them from ground zero. So, um, growing up with her, she shared a lot of her experience, but she's also my godmother. She said she shared a lot of her experiences with um, Mia and her daughter. I also saw a lot with her growing up, how she balanced you know, being this career, very career-driven woman and also be, being, being very family-driven. You know that we're told that as a modern woman, you have to pick one of both. You are either career-driven or you are family-driven. Yeah, this woman, I'm telling you, this woman, she put two of them together and, and, and did it perfectly. She has four children. Her first child is older than me, but her first child is on the phone talking to her mom at least three times every day because her mom is practically her best friend. Wow. That's how much this woman built her career, but built her family. You know, so one day, I've always, we've always told her, you need to tell your story. So one day we were at the office, because she's also the uh, executive director of Adoni Gilogal. And I just told her, mommy, okay, let's, let's do this thing now. Your story, you need to help Nigerian women. Because we are losing the sense of family as, as Nigerians. And while that doesn't fall on the women only, you know, there's a whole part for men. But she's a woman and she can share her experience how she did it coming home and she doesn't so my my boss doesn't like eating uh freezer food she likes eating food fresh she made her food fresh every day you know sometimes she had helpers at home sometimes her kids will help her but almost every evening that woman was in the kitchen coming home from work and meetings if she was home she was in the kitchen slicing vegetables with us or or slicing okra or something juicy you like someone who come from high power high profile meetings you know come home and and cook with us gist with us and everybody eats home cooked food it was you know i told mommy we need to share this story because people say you can't be a feminist in nigeria because uh, you you lose your nigerian value blah 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 so that's why she calls it a womanism platform because womanism is, is, is feminism for a woman of color. Wow. You know, the West, the, the Western world doesn't really have culture, right? We as uh, Nigerians, we as Africans, we have culture and feminism can comfortably be integrated into our culture. So that's what womanism is. The spearheader of womanism is a lady who wrote Color Purple. I don't know if we read that book in school no, I, I, I think i think i think there are some things that we need to read right now like I, i've been writing <laughs> okay. out things we need to okay. read we need very, to check out very Sabi woman. <laughs> we need good. to check out the book yeah. written by boomi <laughs> because and we need to read glory's blog because right now i'm learning oh it yes please i need to read glory's blog <laughs> i want to read because my eyes god i need to read glory's blog so yeah that's what sabi woman so we tried to do the platform to share her story to wow. share other women story of other women and to talk has, to women mm-hmm. and it has been inspiring young ladies since the the since the we onset. started it. yes she has been inspiring young ladies before the platform so as the platform goes we hope to inspire more uh young young ladies you know we, we really need to you need to 
feminism one thing that main modern day feminism is trying to do is trying to make women lose the essence of being a woman you know taking care of yourself as a woman dressing up looking good they're trying to make us be men and we're not men we are women and there's strength in being a woman yes, and, and i'm not talking about say whether you are a family no 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 in being a woman itself their strength we are resilient we are we are dogged we have you know do you understand so that's one of the, that's what we're trying to do <laughs> Bumi, if we leave you right now you're going to explain what we're doing <laughs> you really oh my god oh my god i'm sorry i'm sorry it's okay, okay. it's okay. okay so glory yeah how do you inspire young female creatives how do you think okay. you inspire people that are like young females that are into creativity Okay, um, let me tell you what happened recently. So, my blog has been... I run my blog on WordPress, like okay. that very popular platform, and they have different options for you to run your blog. As I was starting, I really did not know... I, or I really did not have the resources to start with, so I started running it on a free plan. So, recently, I wanted to upgrade my blog to a free plan and possibly even start earning from it. And... A lot of things have happened <laughs> for, for the fact that I, I do not really do anything to earn money yet. It was kind of hard having to ask, okay, please, can I get this so, so, so amount? Can I get this amount to upgrade my blog and all of that? But eventually I did. And someone texted me and was like, oh, hi. Oh, my God. So you're the owner of this blog. I think that time I posted, I already upgraded my blog and I posted the new logo. I was just basically rebranding. So she was like, Oh my god, this is really lovely. You rebranded this, that, that. I've been wanting to blog and all of that, but I've been finding it hard. I don't know how to start. I don't know how to go about it. And I'm like, okay, I thank God you found me. Because not not to <laughs> not like be boastful, but like thank God you found me. I could actually put you through and all of that. And she was really excited. So I might not be doing anything directly, but I feel also nobody taught me blogging. You know, she likes I didn't take a special class. I had to do courses online and go on YouTube to search. Like I did the findings myself. So I could relate with her and I'm like, okay, if you know other people too that probably don't know how to go about starting their blog, other females, because I think it's mostly females that almost everybody that's approached me to ask me for one advice or how to start their blog and all of that, different females, probably because no, I'm I feel yeah, yeah, I feel like maybe because <laughs> women empower women. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> definitely. We we do not have to pull each other down. Just we use don't. something nice. Talk about it. And I will help you. We're breaking the biases here. So yes. Yes. Yes, girl. <laughs> <laughs> so basically that's it. That's basically. Okay, so what are the challenges you faced as um as a creative, especially as a female creative? I know money money comes in, like financial stuff comes yeah. in as, as a barrier okay. and everything. Yeah, but yeah. what are the other challenges you face as a creative, especially as a female yeah. creative? Yeah. Okay. So apart from the financial aspect, like you said, another barrier that I've gotten is some men looking down on me. Oh, okay, mm. so as I said, I do not, I did not take any special class, or I did not go through any special training. So I started designing the, my blog banners, pictures that I put in my blog because I didn't want uh-huh. to be taking all those um, 
photos from Google and then someone tell me, hey, that is my picture. You're not supposed to put it up. That like design, make them personal and all of that. And someone just texts and is like, who does your design for you? I'm like, me. And they're like, oh, no wonder. And I'm like, so many. <laughs> so it like, and it was mostly always the other gender. Mostly always the other gender. Why, mm-hmm. man? Like, well, why? I don't know. Why? I don't know. <laughs> That's so painful. And okay, I've gotten better. And I hope to continue getting better at take courses. You will. And all of that. Definitely. So, yeah. Basically, it's like people looking down on me, especially meals looking down on the, on my designs, especially. Wow. <laughs> I remember one time somebody even offered that if he wanted to help me do my designs, that ah no, no wonder that that part was not supposed to be like that. Just correct me and go. But he said, you I guess. can actually do the same for you, even your blog. Only when, okay, the design part, I was not hurt. But then he was like, even your website. I could make it more standard for you, and I'm like, ah, ah, hey, more standard for me. Oh, it's well. the audacity for me. I, I, I I'm telling you. I'm, I'm like, no, thanks. Like, I'm good. I'll just keep it getting better because I didn't have the resources, first of all, for your standard. <laughs> so, basically, don't worry, you will get better. You will get better. I, I believe in you. I definitely will. Stay. We are, we are going global. Yes, we are. Yes, we are. We are. Yes, Bumi. Hi. In thirty seconds, Bumi. Thirty seconds, <laughs> not more. In thirty seconds, what has been your challenge so far? I, I. For which one? <laughs> because you know there's three as, as, as a female creative, as a female creative. Okay, female yeah. creative. Um, I don't know that. I think it's 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 not really a challenge, but it's just a a bias that upsets me when I tell people I'm a writer and I ask them and they ask me what you write and I say romance and they're like hey now now we see writer say it it infuriates yeah it I don't it and it's a bias it infuriates me so much and sometimes I just wish I could say something else I wish I could say I, I write crime novels I know they'll be like oh my god wow that's so rare Shocking. like men write romance <laughs> novels too stop it you know it's not really a challenge I remember one time hmm? sorry mm-hmm. but I no, remember one time one lady came to meet me that she was contesting for something but I will not come, I will not put it out there so she was okay. like I'm contesting for this position and I'm like yay I'm, I'm, I'm happy for you and then she goes like that anybody she tells tell her why not go for this position because this position you are going for is predominantly male and i'm like why why i feel we should be giving yes. opportunities to do the things that we love yeah. doing yes. despite our gender mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. It's, it's all good i'm telling you i'm telling you yeah all right so bumi mm. What are your advices for upcoming female creative youths that want to venture into creativity? Um, I think, okay, I would say stay, stay true to what it is that you... Okay, have a message that you want to pass. Very important. Have a message that it is that you want to pass across. Stay true to that message and look for the best medium that you can pass that message across. I think that's like 
Uh, and you know, yeah, you will fail. You will fail multiple times. You will face challenges, but um, failure doesn't always mean you know the end. It just yeah. shows you a way that you shouldn't do something again. You'll be discouraged. Maybe not even people personally. You probably be discouraged. But just know what it is that you want to tell the world. I know that it's important that you tell the world. And please, by all means, go ahead and tell the world. Thank you so much, Bumi. Oh, I feel inspired already. <laughs> Glory, baby. So, so tell us what. Tell me the advice you have for me I want as to, an yeah, upcoming please. creative. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay, like Bumi rightly said, you should have a message and choose whatever medium you want to have. I also want to advise that. You should not be scared of starting small. Yeah. Because a lot of times with I fell into that trap. So I just wanted to blow. Just have a million mm-hmm. viewers. Immediately, yeah. So just start small, but make sure you're growing intentionally. And with time you actually there is a quote by Joyce Meyer. She said that we're not where we, we used to we're not where we want to be, but at least we're not where you we used to be. So that is something that I will put out there to like just keep going, start small, but make sure you're going intentionally. You will not remain the thing that you started as. Mm-hmm. Oh, hallelujah! <laughs> Praise God! <laughs> it feels like I was already in church. I was listening, I didn't even know when she was done. <laughs> even oh. me too. I was waiting for her to continue. Honestly, oh my, <laughs> oh my god, I feel very, very happy. Like, I, I want to keep talking. I want to keep talking about creativity because it feels like the world needs to hear this a lot. You know, mm-hmm. I, I, there's this thing that comes with trying to hold yourself back because you don't know what people will say. You you, you don't want to be judged. Mm-hmm. Do you get? I remember when I wanted to start, I'm like, who will even help me post? How will mm-hmm. I start? But then I started. And as a young person, I'm, I'm a young creative and I want, I'm learning from you people that have gone far. <laughs> Leave us alone, please. <laughs> and, I'm, and I'm really grateful because I know that this will help a lot of persons out there that want to start or that started and they feel like they, they've not done enough. All right. So thank you so much, Glory. Thank you so much, Bumi, for oh, wait, coming before, before we go off, can mm-hmm. I just... So the last thing you said, I, w- I want to, to add to that. All right. Right. So even if it's unconventional, please. I'm talking to, to Christians specifically because, you know, like, okay. if it's even do it. Right. So when I was going to write a novel where there was no going, there was going to be no sex, no premarital sex, you know, in the novel. Yeah. I, my question was, who is going to read it? Why? how do you everything romance there's sex inside it at some point there should be yeah. sex and it's always before marriage and i'm a christian and my values you know fornication is a big deal it's the same mm. you Praise know the so, Lord. so i was that was at the back of my head like who is going to i tell you Marcy, one of the things one of the comments i get the most is about how rare it is for as a christian to to, to read a book that is so interesting but still has high morals you know and that was a major thing for me so please even if it's unconventional for christians that message that you're afraid to sell there's no drug there's no weed no nothing there was a period when the girl she was having a gray moment that's the only time but like the story of the, for the book itself there there's no like no drugs no sex no clubbing none of that so please even if it's unconventional you feel like it's going to be boring the world's not going to want to hear it allow your creativity your divine creativity allow it flow 
thank you so much for me thank, thank you, you so mommy. much so thank dear you. listeners please do log on to www.gloryinspires.com to read glory's blog and trust me you will not be bored at I all <laughs> and you can check out sabi woman and adoni Gilga. and also you can read bumi's book Titled Teju's Bio, right? Yes, yes, yes. Teju's yes, bio. bio. Yes. yes. You can read How it on. You can read it on Amazon, on Bamboo, okay. and on Wattpad. All yes, you are pad lovers. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. All right. Thank you so much for coming on to everything, Massy Pod. I really love you both, and I appreciate your time. God bless you. Thank you. you Thank you. And I will be looking forward to inviting you some other time. We'll definitely be here. Yeah. Thank you so much. And have a nice day, everybody. Those are you listening. Too. Glory and Bumi. God bless you. you Masi Jama signing out. Bye. 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 <laughs>